0: even better
1: yep good we're
0: all, all good right. we're gonna try this one more time
1: yeah third time's the charm
0: all right well good morning everybody welcome to what suits you this is season one episode one of what we hope will be a weekly podcast my name john Suter. i'm one of your hosts and i'm joined by his daughter madison Suter. we have an exciting program for you today we're going to talk a little bit of uh english premier league soccer We're gonna follow it up with some Formula One, what an exciting race it was this weekend. Yeah. And then end up with some Twitter and sports celebrity gossip. You ready to go, Maddie? I'm ready to go. You have any uh, tidbits that you can sort of share with us now on the page six scene? so that we can look forward to talking about them later.
1: I know page six is really, it's the Venice Film Festival this weekend. So all the stars are in Venice, Italy, premiering their movies. So it's good, a lot of good outfits going on, some hits, some misses, but it's good. I'll make sure to come more prepared next time.
0: Sounds good. So let's start off with uh, some English Premier League soccer. In case you didn't notice, Maddie and I are Spurs fans. Uh, Big win this weekend
1: huge win it was a huge win 2-1 always good plus we had that new guy the french guy clement out on the field
0: i saw he got the start who didn't start as a result was it ben davies
1: uh no i think I, it might have not been i think he started but i know that um kulu didn't start which was interesting
0: right right so the front line of of uh richarlison kane and uh sonny yeah, of pressure yeah. generated by that front line,
1: huge attacking force. So that's good. Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, I'm liking the pickup of Ricarlison more and more these days. He <laughs> is a boss.
1: He's so funny. I have a friend who tweeted, Carlson always looks like he's about to bite someone." And you know what? I hope he does. I'm okay having Luis Suarez on the team if it means oh, we win. No.
0: <laughs> well, that was um, again an awesome victory. So. I'm looking at the standings now, Mu, and uh, Spurs sit in place number three on 14 points.
1: Not bad, not a bad start to the season.
0: Yeah, you know, undefeated, four wins, two draws, uh, one point behind, I can't even speak of their name. So, uh, yeah. and by the way, after a disastrous first two games, Man U is won four in a row.
1: I know, and that Anthony signing is gonna be huge for them huge he's already put so much he's added so much flair to their playing and it's scary because all the real madrid people are now on one team yeah. that is in english premier league so
0: yeah yeah funny after the um, first few weeks of the season everybody was wondering about the big six and as i look at the standings now arsenal man city tottenham brighton is up in there but then man U and chelsea and liverpool yeah. so you got the big six all in the top seven
1: Insane. They ha- Brighton had the same, uh, like an insane win over Leicester. 5-2, right? Yeah. That was good. Bad, bad for my fantasy soccer team, which is continues to flounder, but.
0: No, you have somebody on- from Leicester on your team?
1: Yeah, Jamie Vardy. Mm. I love him.
0: Talking about <laughs> someone who always looks like he wants to bite someone, someone. that's another one.
1: <laughs> Big week for biters.
0: Yeah, yeah. All right, so let me ask you this, Maddie. Aside from, obviously, the Spurs, and yeah. some of the top six. Who's your minnow? Who's your favorite minnow? Who are you rooting for that um, might be a lower-seeded team or a mid-table team?
1: I I have to root for I have to root for Leeds United. That's I. I feel like it's anti-American not to root for Leeds United, but just because of Jesse Marsh, Tyler Adams, and Brendan Harrison. But I'm also super excited about Nottingham Forest as they scrapped their entire team in the transfer window and signed. In t- I think they set. I think they signed 21 new players.
0: They spent $150 million and right now they're sitting 19th on four points.
1: (laughs) It's crazy. And they're just, they just got promoted too.
0: Yeah. Yeah. They They were definitely all in.
1: They're all in. I'm excited to see how that, I think it's tough because I'm, I don't know if that was the smartest choice, but I'm excited to see how it plays out. I didn't even know that they had that money, but I'm glad they do.
0: Yeah, someday we'll have to look up the amount of money you get when you play or when you get um, when you get uh, moved up into EPL uh, football as opposed to Champions League. But uh, yeah. I'm sure it's pretty significant.
1: Oh, definitely, especially with the TV rights. All right, so you, Leeds Dad?
0: United. Leeds United is definitely our minnow because of the American presence. Yeah. Um, did they lose um, a guy of, through injury? Who did they lose?
1: Let's see, I forget, but they- is that
0: another team? That might have been a different team.
1: I, I feel like they did lose someone, but maybe not. No, I guess not.
0: I can't remember. How are the other Americans doing in the, in the Premier League?
1: Yeah, well, Josh Sargent's down down in the Champions League with Norwich, which and he's crushing it, which is good. He's yeah. a ginger, so that's good for morale. Yeah. But Christian Pulisic is stuck. He needs to go. He needs to leave Chelsea. He needs to go to Newcastle, where he's been linked. Yeah. And it's just, I can't, a free Pulisic, hashtag free Pulisic. I can't, I can't sit back and just watch him struggle. But what it does mean is that he's going to be well-rested for the World Cup.
0: Yes, indeed.
1: And so hopefully he dominates the World Cup. We need that to happen. But yeah. And then we have Zach Steffen over at the backup goalie at Man City.
0: I thought he got traded, did he not? Oh,
1: I think he did actually. But That's no- the wrong
0: language. What do we call it?
1: Oh, yeah. Sold. Sold. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I'm not sure Matt. how
0: I feel about buying and selling human beings. No, it doesn't really sit probably. right. It's the language they use.
1: Yeah. But we also have Matt Turner, former New England Revolution player, who's the backup goalie at Arsenal.
0: Oh, they would shall not <sighs> Which
1: is a struggle, but it is what it is.
0: Yeah. Um, nice. Well, let's see. I wonder if uh, Christian Pulisic could take the Tom Brady route, you know? Brady took 11, 12 days off from training camp and maybe he'll go out and crush it. Maybe Pulisic will do the same at Chelsea. I,
1: I hope so. I don't, I don't know what Chelsea's doing, but all I know is they, everyone they wanted to sign did, got, ended up getting signed by Barcelona who has no money, who is not playing their players. So I don't know where that money comes from either.
0: I don't get it. I mean, they were under these strict financial regulations and all of a sudden they go out and sign a bunch of players. It feels like they're selling off half their, half the rights to their team in order to do that.
1: Yeah, it's weird because they also haven't fully paid Frankie Frankie De Jong at Barcelona. They haven't fully paid him because they said it was a financial issue that they couldn't afford. And he was like, okay, that's fine, but.
0: They're obligated to though. Yeah, so we'll see. I love the fact Frankie is actually F R E N K I. That could be my favorite Frankie. first name in all of soccer.
1: Yeah, that's it's so good. Uh, it's so good. Mm.
0: Well, uh, any other gossip we need to catch up on in the Premier
1: League? I don't. I don't think so. I think it's been pretty calm. I'm interested. I'm just interested to see how Ronaldo plays this year at Man U because it doesn't really seem that he's their first choice.
0: He's not part of the plan.
1: Under 10.
0: Yeah, yeah. 10. Of them. Yeah, he does he definitely does not seem like he's part of the plan. So we'll we'll have to see. They're paying him an awful lot of money for not to be part of the plan.
1: And he's he, he can't I think he wants to leave because he he's not on the bench. That's no. something he does not do.
0: But we'll see. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah. Now, I'm going to move down the table here for a second and I'm going to try to get into the English National League, if I'm not mistaken. Is that um, the team that, um, oh, Ryan, what's his name on there? Ryan
1: Reynolds, Re- yeah, they, yeah, they're, uh, Ryan Reynolds and Rob McEllerly got, uh, they bought Wrexham FC, which is in Wales, and they are in the National League, and they're, or they're, they're the fifth tier of professional soccer. They're the last tier that you can be considered a professional.
0: Hey, how about club. this? Wrexham, after seven games played, five wins, a draw and a loss, they're on 16 points, number two in the standings.
1: Yeah, so they're doing well. It's a crazy financial investment. You can watch, they have a documentary about it on Hulu, or FXM Hulu, called Welcome to Wrexham. And a fun thing is, is that Rob and Ryan had never met in person when they bought the team. They bought the team first before they met in person. They were just internet friends and friends through mutual like connections, it was insane.
0: Well, I think we're going to have to keep up with English National League uh, football because yeah. uh, behind it has some of the best names in the business: Wrexham, yeah. Notts County, the Hull Moors, Borum yeah. Wood. Those are teams you can root for.
1: Yeah, you have to root for them. Plus, <laughs> I mean, they're making less than forty thousand pounds a year playing soccer, so you got to root for them. Right? Yeah. Exactly.
0: Let's quickly move through the uh, other leagues at uh, La Liga over there in in Spain. We got, not surprisingly, Real still at the top of the table, but uh, Barcelona and Villarreal are uh, numbers two and three.
1: That's huge because Barca needs to rebuild. They need to be better.
0: It feels like if they don't win, they flounder and go bankrupt or something.
1: I think they filed for bankruptcy five times at this point in the last year.
0: Jeepers. Yeah. Now, moving over to the Bundesliga, what a surprise there. Now, it's only after five games, but the big dog Bayern Munich is in third place. Freiburg is up front, followed by Borussia Dortmund.
1: That's good. That's good. I'm a Borussia fan just because Christian Pulisic played there. So it's good to see that they can still produce wins without Erling Haaland.
0: Hey, who's that American playing in the Bundesliga that uh, he scored twice so far? Oh, Gio
1: Reyna. He plays for Borussia Dortmund as well. He's absolutely, yeah, he's a lot of talent. Very exciting.
0: And there's another one, too, who's making a push.
1: Yep. Um, I'm blanking on it.
0: Yeah, we're going to have to look that up. We'll we'll save that for next time. I want to say that the, the, uh, the kid might play for Bremen, but I could be wrong about that. Yeah. Let me see here. I'm just double checking real quick. Yeah, and oh, he's a def- you know what? He's a defender, and oh. they just played Bayern. Yeah, um, and he shut down basically. He shut down um, their front three there with Mane and yeah, um, what's his name? So yep. anyway, all right. Uh, let's see. So that right there is Bundesliga. I mean, I suppose. We could, for kicks and giggles, talk about um, French League One, but it just doesn't seem to matter.
1: No, it doesn't really matter. You got PSG, and that's it. I yep. mean, I we have you have got Josie and Syria with AS Roma.
0: Yeah, so they took a beating yesterday. I think they, they actually lost.
1: And they and they recently signed uh pablo diablo who's a nasty player he's super good he's from he's argentinian as
0: well nice yeah Roma's sitting in fifth atalanta's up there number one at 13. that should be a good one i think uh, looks like ac milan got the best of their derby yeah. up there this past weekend so there yeah. you have it
1: there you have it well,
0: Moving on from uh, European football, let's go to the other European sport, Formula One. Yeah. What okay. the heck happened? Okay. That Grand Prix. I mean, Hamilton lost his mind.
1: He lost his mind. This is now. This is super interesting because, I mean, to be honest, the race was a bit of like you could you could write that race up and send it into an email. But the last ten laps with the safety car. It was so good. And the, there are certain people that I trust on the Formula One grid that can probably call their strategy better than, like the drivers are better at strategy than the principle of strategy at their, on their pit wall. Yeah. Those two people are Carlos Saints with Ferrari, because that's that's a mess, and George Russell. And George Russell once again said, hey, maybe I should put on soft tires. And Mercedes said, yeah, sounds like a good idea. And it's interesting because he was it went Lewis Hamilton, George Russell, Max Verstappen in the under the safety car, but since George decided he wanted to pit for soft tires, it then went Lewis Hamilton, Max Verstappen, George Russell,
0: and immediately Mercedes by allowing Russell to pit is giving up a blocker for Hamilton, right? Yes, correct. Okay, so that's got to piss Lewis off.
1: Yes, and what? I found interesting is, is that it will immediately after the safety car and Max Verstappen passes <laughs> Hamilton in what is almost seemingly, I would say, so fast, so quick. It didn't even matter at what point the grid, like it was just so
0: quick. And did you hear why? I read about it this morning. Because of the tires. No, he didn't yeah. have engine settings on the right settings. I did not know that. Yeah. Hamilton kind of blew the restart because he did not have his engine in what they call race mode. So yeah. it was a combination of maybe tires and race mode. I mean, and
1: it was unreal. And he was very upset on the radio. He said, he, like, you f up. This is the biggest F up of all time. You screwed me over. But George Russell finished P2 on the podium. So it's a win for Mercedes. And I just think it's interesting because Lewis Hamilton has never had to been this had to be the second driver yeah never experienced that since probably 2016 with Rico, uh nico rosberg aka Brittany, and that like he doesn't do that so yeah i thought it was very interesting it was and toto was like we made the right call because you don't like we wanted to try to win the race and so if yeah. that meant one of our drivers gets upset because we put his teammate on softs, and it is what it is
0: yeah, Toto called it splitting strategy, right? So he yeah. wanted Russell on softs. Hamilton was leading the race. You keep him out. Yeah. He probably would have been passed by Verstappen anyway, anyway. but he might not have been passed by... Um, uh, Hamilton ends up finishing fourth, right? So who yeah, finished first? he was third? passed it, by
1: uh, Charles. Charles. Before, which is huge. Good for that. That was probably well needed.
0: <laughs> oh, my gosh. There's no one who needs it more than Leclerc and Ferrari.
1: <laughs> the verification of his Ferrari career. At the yeah. end of Sebastian's term, Sebastian Vettel's term with Ferrari, they just started messing up. Yeah. On and that's what's happening to Charles Leclerc.
0: Yeah. So let's let's stick with Formula One for a second. Yeah. Something that I don't get. How are fans allowed to bring those flares into the stands? I mean one guy okay. got banned because he threw it on the track. That was yeah. on Saturday morning or Sunday yeah. morning. I, think. I don't know. And- I don't get it. I I
1: think it's it like I don't know it's insane and it obviously they're always orange because it's the dutch max fans that bring it but i feel like there's been talks of banning it and i'm pretty sure they're banned in other sports like except for probably like the russian league soccer that is <laughs> starts wars on the street but i don't know i i mean when they drive and like the photos after the Belgian Grand Prix are always, or, or the Dutch Grand Prix too, are always so cool because it's like smoked out and then like the Formula One cars in it, which is cool. But how do you see? How do you breathe?
0: I don't know. I mean, if you're in the stands and you have all that stuff going on around you, plus I don't know how those flares work, but it feels like you have to light them. And it doesn't so. like a good idea to allow anything you can light in the stands.
1: Yeah, I would agree, but I, Formula One takes takes risks. They don't really care at this point. Yeah. I think. I d- also just don't think you could probably say no at this point. It's too entrenched.
0: I think you're probably right. Yeah. Robert, right. well. Hey, hey let's uh, get the American update in Formula One. The yeah. uh, team Haas. You know
1: they haven't been the worst team. Nope they're seven in the championship which is in the constructors which is good but i have to be honest the beginning of the season was much better yeah (laughs) and then they like went they because they had figured out the car first and so they had no problems they were able to easily figure out how to build the new car under these new regulations but now they're struggling again
0: yeah and i mean it's it's right hard. there, uh, Kevin Magnuson sits in 11th, and Mick Schumacher in 15. So it's not, it's not bad. But you know, give us something to cheer for, Haas. I know.
1: I now this is interesting because a lot of the Formula One it's the contracts of Formula One stars are up, and people are getting kicked out. Daniel Ricardo, feeling, still feeling sorry for myself about that All one. Right, more on that later. More on that later. But what's interesting is Haas. Had when you think about what driver would stay at Haas, you'd probably think it would be Nick Schumacher just because of the last name he carries, but he doesn't have his, he doesn't have a contract for the season after this, and so it's Kevin Magnussen and whoever they want to sign in the second seat in Haas.
0: Yeah, yeah, huh. Well, it'll be curious to see how that whole thing goes yeah. down.
1: And speaking of, we could. Speak of Americans in F Formula Two, there's an American named um Logan Sargent. Yes he's doing pretty well, and he's in the Alpine Driver Academy. But he's doing pretty well, and he was probably the ne- if any Americans gonna join F1, it's probably him. But there's also rumors about Colton Herta from IndyCar.
0: Yes, I've heard about those. Do we know how similar an IndyCar is to a Formula One car?
1: It's completely like it's, it's different. It's completely different. I mean, it's Formula One cars are just so much more complicated and the, it just, the Indy cars, they're great, but I mean, it's not, it's just different.
0: It's just different. Yeah. 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 Well, we alluded to it earlier. What's the latest saga with your boy, Danny Rick?
1: Well, he said in, on Dutch TV this, this week that there are contract negotiations happening, like, like he's in contact with other teams. Yeah. So that makes me feel good. One of the options is Haas. So that would, I think that would be a crazy driver lineup to have Daniel Ricciardo, Kevin Magnussen, and then Gunter, their, their race, their the <laughs> race, race, race CEO. Like, he, that would be awesome. Daniel Ricciardo loves America, so it would be fun. But yeah, no one really knows because the way McLaren kicked him out, not good. And McLaren announced that it's going to be Lando Norris and Oscar Piastri yeah. racing for them next year. And the, t- the big drama on Formula One Twitter this week was that since um, Oscar Piastri had to go to the contract review board to say like, hey, I'm not actually legally required to race for Alpine, it was revealed that he signed his McLaren contract July 4th. And on July 13th is when Daniel Ricciardo came out with the statement that he and McLaren are still committed to for each other and to like rate for that. He was racing for McLaren in 2023.
0: Well, how are they going to solve that one? That doesn't seem right.
1: No, they're just bad people. <laughs> like Daniel Ricciardo is getting paid $21 million. He's getting bought out of his contract. But he, I, if I don't see him race in Vegas next year, I, I don't know what I'm going to do about it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: All right. Well, that's the Danny Rick update. We'll have to stay tuned to see what happens to your boy, you know? Yeah. 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 Now, let me ask you this. We were talking about minnows for uh, English Premier League Soccer and and Mm -hmm. certainly the English National League. Is there a minnow in Formula One? I think so. I think they're like different.
1: Well, I wouldn't say necessarily teams, but maybe a minnow driver for Uh, me right now. I, I, I love Lance Stroll. I do. I think that's complicated to say because he's a he's like known as a paid driver obviously his dad owns Aston Martin and he drives for Aston Martin but oh I didn't um, know that yeah Lawrence Stroll Canadian billionaire
0: yeah
1: but I was reading his statistics the other day on his Wikipedia page and he's first of all he's 23 years old I thought he was like 25 but he's only 23 he's he has three podiums he does he performs well yeah, he had, his first podium was in 2000. He joined in 2017 and he podiums in a in a Williams. He got P3 in a Williams. Yeah. And so that's like pretty impressive. Yeah. But <laughs> but, you know, he's kind of under the radar at this point.
0: Yeah. But, right. Oh, look at that. He was born Lance Struovich. Yes. In mont in Montreal, Canada. So he drives for Aston Martin. OK.
1: Yep. And well. yeah. I would also just say Alex Albon, I think Alex Albon is probably one of the best drivers on the grid. He is driving in a Williams, but if you think about the machinery he's in and just the way that he's continued to score points, like be in the points for a yeah. little bit, that's huge. Great yeah. driver. He's a good guy, he also has a long-term contract with Williams. He's just like, he, he he's someone you want to root for, he's just nice, you know, yeah. and his, he has Oops,
0: sorry. Yeah, so Williams right now sits 10th out of 10 in the constructor's standings. So yeah. they need a little help.
1: Yeah, they need a lot of money. Yeah. So if anyone with money wants to invest in something that will just result in you spending a lot of money and not really gaining anything financially, pick Williams.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, as we uh, begin to finish up here, let's just take a take a stop on page six and your girl is at the top of the page.
1: Olivia Wilde? Yes. Yeah, now let's, this is interesting. Here's some celebrity gossip. Don't worry, Darling is a film that is starring, that is directed by Olivia Wilde and stars Florence Pugh and Harry Styles.
0: Do we know who Florence Pugh is?
1: Yes, she is, like she has a crazy acting credit, like acting credit credits, yeah. She w- she's in Midsummer, which is a horror movie. But she's also, um, Dad. Do you remember the we watched that Black Widow movie? Yeah. She's the sister.
0: Ah, okay.
1: Yeah, and she's like a very world renowned, like very talented. And so, at the beginning of production, it, instead of Harry Styles, it was supposed to be Shia LaBeouf, and he's a yeah. controversial. He's a controversial actor because he did actually. He's getting, yeah, he's going to trial because he did, a, he abused his girlfriend,
0: who FKA Twigs, but this yeah. was... At, we, he allegedly abused. Allegedly,
1: yes. Allegedly abused his girlfriend, FKA Twigs, and he was going to star in Don't Worry Darling. And Olivia, but that didn't happen. Olivia stated that, Olivia Wilde, the director, stated that she fired him because of the allegations. Ah, I see. And then Shia LaBeouf said, I'm not usually one to do this stuff debatably but he was like actually I quit and you begged me to be on production that come back to the film and there's this video of Olivia Wilde basically saying that like Shia LaBeouf should come and like she he shouldn't have quit that we can work through it and that Florence Pugh can get over whatever tr- issues that she has with him and it will be a wake-up call for quote I think the the quote is it will be a wake-up call for Miss Flo which is if wow. I was Florence Pugh, I, I would be like, okay. Yep. Huh.
0: Yep. Well, that yeah. is, uh, <laughs> that is certainly interesting. And, and I don't know if you saw it as well, but it looks like Kim and Kanye are talking. Yes. Uh, we had a good meeting about the kids' school. So we don't quite know what that means, but. Well, Kanye West,
1: Dad, this might be an interesting career opportunity for you in the future because Kanye West has opened his own school. Oh, he did? Yes. So he wants his kids to go there instead of the celebrity child school they go to now.
0: Ah, I see. Yeah. I see. Huh. All right. What? right. Uh, let's just open up our Twitter feeds here, Maddie. Yeah. Let's see what's trending so we can wrap that up in a bow. Yep. Let's see. Your Twitter feed is far more diverse than mine. Yeah. My, my, yeah.
1: Oh, okay. Here we go. First thing, first thing I open my Twitter feed to is... I have been on this train for quite some time, but it's a statement from AlphaTauri, the F1 team, saying, "If you guys hate, I like saying that the there's Red Bull has a principle. Of, their principle of strategy at Red Bull is Hannah Schmitz, yeah. and she's one of the only women on the pit lane and like on the pit pit wall. And so obviously, there's some awful social media." abuse happening towards her because she's a woman. She's probably the best at her job ever, but they're coming out on support of their employees. So that's always a good sign.
0: (laughs) Nice. Well, my uh, Twitter feed has on this day, 140 years ago, Tottenham Hotspur Football Club was founded. We're celebrating 140th birthday.
1: Congratulations, Tottenham.
0: Yeah. That's That's um, huge. That's great. Looks like it's Mac Jones's birthday too, quarterback of the New England Patriots. Looking forward to see what happens uh, to the Pats this season. Yep. Yeah.
1: Let's see. Yeah. Mine is just Formula One. Timothy, the st- Timothy Chaminet said at the Venice Film Festival that it was a difficult time to be alive right now. Oh. Because there's a lot of unrest in the air. So people are talking about that.
0: Yeah. So he's absorbing that thing, huh? Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, Maddie, let's... if they want to hit you up on Twitter, what's your feed?
1: Yeah, you can follow me on Twitter at head of table 19, number one, number nine. Dad, Very... what's your Twitter account?
0: Yeah, my Twitter account? Geez, I don't even know it. Do you? I think it's John Suter. Is it? Let me just see here. If I were to put a tweet in right now it's at john Suter. you can follow me at john Suter. i'm going to try and increase my twitter profile now that we've got the cast going
1: yeah and we'll create a twitter for the podcast
0: all right excellent
1: perfect all right Moo.
0: well right, love you very much. thanks for joining this morning
1: yeah all right bye y'all have a good time tune in next week for another episode of what suits you